Welcome to Really Funny Stories with Travis and Marty, a podcast full of random, funny, and awkward stories. Now, here's Travis and Marty. Thanks for coming and having a listen with us again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We really appreciate you clicking on our podcast again. Yeah. Um, Marty's got a dog that's just passed out right next to us. I got a couple cats at home, and yeah, I think we've we've both gone through some experiences in life with our pets. Yeah. I had cats and dogs my entire life. So what do I tell you every time you come over here when you come to record? <laughs> well, just moments before we started recording this one. How was your day today? Well, my dog ran away again. <laughs> and it seems like every time I come over to Marty's to record one of these podcasts, it starts off with, well, my dog ran away today. <laughs> and it's it's like going occurrence. Actually, Marty called me today. She's like, hey, do you want to record a podcast? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah, I almost went to SPCA and gave up my dog today. I'm like, <laughs> he was really frustrated. It's minus 26 outside. It's, it's brutal. It's cold. It's cold. And so it's like. He's a big dog and he does need to run. He needs to be out exercise every day. But the last few days, it's been so cold that I've just like put him on a leash and basically just walk him around the block, let him do his business and then bring him in the house. Right. Yeah. So that happens two times a day. Yeah. Okay. Like the dog wants to go out and run for three hours solid, but it's, you know, his paws get all cold and all the kind of jazz. Yeah. So um, today I let him off the leash when I got to the field and he was having an amazing time. Like he's just like, He's living his best life. Yeah. Like that's for certain. And then he does his business. I'm picking it up. And just as I like go to latch onto him, because I'm getting close to the end of the trail, he just looks at me like, not today. He's like, I don't want to come home. No. Nope. I'm still having fun. I'm out of here. Yeah. And he books it oh, like, no. like he's gone head down across four lanes of traffic. Oh, no. Great. <laughs> And then just runs into the other field. And by this stage in the game, he's camouflaged. Yeah. My face is so red and so frozen. And, and I'm wearing like <laughs> knee-high boots. Yeah. But I have capris on and now they've come undone. And so I can feel the back, the skin on the back oh, of my leg no. starting to like, yeah. fr- it's like frostbite in like two minutes or 100% something. hundred percent it is. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't go chasing this fool through the middle of a right? forest and there's no way I'm going to catch him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this is the kind of stuff he does all the time. Yeah. Actually, I shouldn't say all the time. He does it whenever we get cold snaps because he gets, he gets a little stir crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so he, so then I'm chasing him around. I'm driving. I'm popping like U-turns and people are like, what are you doing? Lady? And I'm like, I'm trying to get that dog. <laughs> and so I'm stopping and then I'm like, come here, buddy, come here. Uh, yeah. And he looks at me. I had to stop the car. Three separate times. And then finally, I was like, you know what? Forget it. You can just go live your best life and come home whenever you want. And sure enough, then as soon as I let like that my guard down, he turned around. He's like, okay, I'll come It's home. like, all right, you're right. It is freezing out here. Yeah. I changed my mind. Yeah. And so. I think you're going to have to come to the point where you're just going to have to keep him on a leash at all times. Yeah, but he runs out the door. That's the other oh, problem. Really? <laughs> so he runs from the house out the door. If he's stir crazy, he's like, there it is. The door's he's open. Like, this, this is my, is my chance. Beeline. Really, I need a backyard. Yeah. But the other thing is that there's all these like Facebook groups, right? So 
the Facebook groups are like, oh, if you've lost or found a cat or a dog and, you know. You follow this... it and it'll post if they yeah, see a dog it. or a cat. Yeah. But he's been up there three times. <laughs> you're, you're becoming so, that person. Eh? I'm, yeah. yeah I, I'm like, I'm going to, like, your, they're going to have like a bad, this you. woman should have known a dog. Never adopted this woman. Yeah. No, don't let the, like, and that's what, he's like, he really, if it wasn't so busy around here, like, this would be a dog that just like ran out on the farm or, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whatever it is. But. It's so embarrassing. And then if somebody else shares it, then I can't delete it. Like, if, at least if I can put it up and say, like, oh, my dog's missing. It's midnight. Yeah. And, you know, whatever it is, then then as soon as I find him, I can just delete it. Because he comes home. It's yeah. really what it comes down to. Yeah. But, you know, when other people are like, oh, we found him. And then there's this big, long stream of messages <laughs> that are back and forth. <laughs> And then I get private messages that are like, just so you dog. know, you know, the reason people keep dogs on leashes, it's not necessarily oh, for the no. dog. It's uh, for, it's for, um, the other dogs that don't do well. If a dog, I'm like, listen, <laughs> this is not an ideal situation. It is not my choice. Uh, the dog just wants to go. Next time somebody sees your dog, they're just gonna be like, oh yeah, it's out again. Yeah. Right? Don't even worry about I it. I think I'm thinking about getting him a little collar that says I live at this address I'm i run away lost. often yeah do, don't worry about me don't save me <laughs> and put me, me in your garage you need a t-shirt on him yeah yeah he should have a t-shirt <laughs> a doggy t-shirt I'm not lost yeah i yeah he's not lost yeah we had dogs lots we had i have two cats now but i live with my brother in my hometown yeah for a while and the cat would come and it would, he was just covered in snow they're inside cats right i'm like this makes no sense how how's he getting outside how is he covered in snow <laughs> I'm like, oh, maybe he just rolled around in the snow. Like people brought in in their boots at the front door or something. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And what happened often, he'd come like crawl up with me in bed and he'd be freezing. I'm like, so we searched the house high and low. I'm like, how is this happening? Like windows are bolted shut. The doors are closed. There's no way. Like what? how? Yeah. How is this possible? And eventually, like, we followed him around. We're like, okay, well, we're going to watch him. <laughs> now you're cat Where in- is he going? You're cat investigators. <laughs> like, super around the house. And, of course, when we follow him, he doesn't do it. No, and because one, he knows you're onto him. One day, I catch him beelining it downstairs. I'm like, hmm, wonder. So I follow him downstairs. He jumps up, goes through the crawl space, wiggles his way through, a, like, near a pipe, and somehow gets himself out of the crawl space, out of the house, in this, like, hole that's... Oh, like the size for a mouse. I have no idea how he fit through this house. Right. Crawls his ass through there and gets outside. I'm like, that's damn impressive. Yeah, no kidding. And then he would crawl his way back through it, through the crawl space, down this little pipe hole. Really? Yeah. So we eventually bolted it up because we didn't want him outside roaming around. Well, that's the thing because you want to be like a responsible pet owner and not let your dog out or cat out in like minus temperatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'll get run over. Although speaking of like responsible pet owners, I had this, these two cats. So I'm going to swear here. So just a heads up, but this, and this is dating myself there. The cereal called shreddies used to be, they used to have two characters. They were called Freddie and Eddie, and they would be like the spokesperson for shreddies. And so we find these cats like down like zero Avenue, which is like close to the border. My, in my hometown. And these two cats have been left on the side of the road and we bring them home. My mom says, you can't keep them. And then we nurse them back to health. Cause they're really sickly. Like it was really bad. Yeah. And so their intestines were really messed, messed up. up. And so when I, when I said to my brother's friend, I'm like, don't pick the cat up because he's like, and it just like 
squeezed ooze oh, all over him. No. And he's like, oh, shitty kitty. <laughs> and so we named the cat Shitty. <laughs> and then, and then we, but then we couldn't think of nine. We wanted a rhyming name. So yeah. they ended up being Shitty and Freddy, like Freddie and Eddie yeah. from the Shreddies. So these two cats ended up being beautiful, wonderful cats. Yeah. And, and Shitty was so great. And so I decide I'm going to go out and I spend my hard earned money and I buy him this beautiful, like, like necklacey kind of call or yeah collar kind of thing with this big bell on it it's it's so cute because it just i can hear him in the house and it's so sweet well yeah we lived across the street from a 17 acre forest which was filled with coyotes and deer and you know raccoons and all this sort of stuff so shitty was a bit of a night owl so he goes out and the first night he comes back (laughs) he's like it's kind of spooked. And I didn't know. I just thought, oh, we probably got scared. Yeah. And then he never came back the second night. <laughs> and I found that collar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some fur. Uh, and I just remember thinking, oh, no. I literally, I put a target on his poor little <laughs> living across the street from the forest. Seems lovely. I was going to say, that's <laughs> probably not an ideal place for a cat to roam. There's predators all over the place. There's predators everywhere. So Shitty got eaten by a coyote. And then Freddy, he turned, he went out looking for his brother like a few months later. Oh, and boy. he came to the same demise. Or he, we never found him. He disappeared. You just but, assume. Yeah. But I had put up posters everywhere. Yeah. Like I was devastated we found these cats nursed them back to health all this sort of stuff and and now one was already dead and the other one was missing and i'm just like oh my goodness i've had this i've had these cats for like a year or two maybe not that long and they're gone and they're gone and so then my dad comes home with this strangely small cat like these cats had long fur and they were very beautiful (laughs) this cat is like a teacup size like what (laughs) it wasn't a kitten no, it wasn't a kitten. It was full a grown. fully grown cat, because and it had short hair. But what we did, we didn't know my dad had a brain tumor at the time, so he couldn't. They, they looked the same. Oh yeah. Then he decides he's going to name this cat Cinder. Like a cinder block. Well, nobody's really sure. Again, Cinder. Insert brain tumor yeah. logic okay. here. Okay, didn't really make sense. Okay. So Cinder, also a night owl, across the street from the forest, and oh boy, there's an owl who's very curious. As to what she's up to every single night where she's trying to catch moths and all this sort of stuff. This story's not really that funny. It's really quite devastating. <laughs> well, I can see where it's where it's going. Yeah, we'll just leave it there. Um, didn't end well, is what, what, what you're saying. Oh, boy. Yeah, I haven't had a cat since. <laughs> Uh, growing up, my grandpa was a, like every uh, cat, straight cat he saw. Yeah. Again, that town of 50 people yeah. in it, village. A 50 people he would bring the cat in i remember him like going to the dump and he would find like a dump cat and take it home this one had like one eye <laughs> and he's just like oh this poor cat that cat is still alive with my mom really? right now mm-hmm. when my grandpa died we kind of we couldn't give up the, his cats he had eight at the time I oh think. my goodness so everyone grandkids and kids took kind of split them up between right. i think there's a few nice. few kicking still yeah i think one of my cousins has one my mom has one now but yeah, always like, and my grandma laid the her foot down. He's like, there is no 
more cats in this house. So he heated his shed, <laughs> built shelves and bedding in there. Really? Made like a little cat lounge. He's the cat rescuer. Oh, yeah, totally. That's so sweet. But I remember staying at my grandma. We, we used to stay at our grandparents a lot on the weekends and yeah. whatnot. And uh, I remember my grandma's like, oh, I think they would let their cats roam and then come in and they would scratch at the door. And the little, my grandpa built this like ledge they could go up and bat on the window when they wanted in. Oh. Like, super smart. Yeah. So the cat's batting and my grandma's like, okay, let the cat head in. I'm like, okay. What I didn't realize, the cat had a bird in its mouth. Oh. So the cat beelines it in the house. The yeah. bird's not dead. Oh. <laughs> the bird starts flying around the kitchen and my grandma's losing it. She's like, oh my God, there's a bird in the kitchen. My grandpa's not home. So it's just me and my grandma. And we're, she, we open up the margarine drawer because of course you got to save every margarine container. <laughs> So we're running around the kitchen trying to scoop up this bird with margarine containers. Right, like as if that was did it did it work? Like there's no way that worked. Did we work eventually caught it. With well, a, like we cupped the bird with a margarine container up against the wall, and then we're like, now what? Oh, really? Yeah. And now I, what? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we eventually wiggled it away into uh into outside, but it took a while. I remember okay. just chasing and my my grandma was so mad. She's like, Why did you let the cat in? I'm like, I didn't see the bird in its mouth. Oh no. Um, we definitely had that because we always had cats growing up too. So I had, I told you about my other cats, but then we did have some that lived a long time that we also, my brother, they, no more, bring it home, stray animals. We used to bring them home all the time. Yeah. Dogs, cats, whatever. And so my brother, somebody brings kittens to school. So my brother brings home two and he's going to hide them in his room. Like as if my mom's yeah, not we'll going to find them. We've got two dogs. <laughs> like, come on. Everybody yeah. like wants to know. Yeah. These guys are so cute. So my mom says, okay, well, we'll keep them. Right. So one's called Scar face and one is called adrian she names the cat adrian because that's what From she would adrian no as if she was gonna have a fourth child that's <laughs> what the child's name would have been it was a girl or a boy name she didn't care so okay. now she just names this cat adrian, adrian. yeah so yeah but that would be funny like, adrian. Adrian. <laughs> i totally would have said that she's to like cat. a huge rocky fan so Scarface is like he li leads or lives up to his Did name, he have right? A scar like scar all over his face. Yeah. Well, he had like a he had a white he had a white patch of fur that looked like a scar oh, okay, that went yeah. across his face, and so he would bring home birds and things like that. There'd be moles, uh, mice, you know, all that kind of stuff. Usually, typically at the front door, that was kind of the the place to leave it. And so I was living in Vancouver and I was visiting my mom. She's out in Langley and um, I'm there the whole day. Like there's nothing to the whole day, you know, we're in and out, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm leaving and she calls me when I'm on my way home. And she's like, this is how she talks sometimes when she's got a question. Marty, I'm like, yeah, mom, did you leave a dead rabbit underneath the kitchen table? <laughs> Did she think you were like Jeffrey Dahmer killing, killing animals and leaving them under your I was like, no. Why would, why would I do that? Why would I kill a rabbit and then put it under a heart? Kitchen tape. Where would I get it from? I just was like, what? It's like, really think that was me? She's like, well, you're the only person that's been here all day. And now there's a dead rabbit under the kitchen table. And I said, um, did maybe you, th did you think that it might be Scarface the yeah, cat? Like, that would make more sense. It was the cat. <laughs> She's like, oh, I guess it probably could have been. She was him. probably a sigh of relief. She's like, oh, my daughter didn't kill a bunny. I was just like, never ever have I ever been in a situation where, I mean, I'm an animal killer. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Like, it's not even like she's like, I believed you the first few times, but now. <laughs> now I'm questioning it. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you didn't think it was the cat. No, it was really funny, though. We've had a live animal twice. One time, the cat brought in a live mouse. Oh, that's even worse than a, a bird. A bird, because yeah. at least you can like see it running around. And the, <laughs> yeah, the, the mouse... mouse might just beeline it under the couch or something. That's exactly where yeah, they go, right course. underneath the couch. Yeah. And so I didn't know what was going on, but I knew that my dogs were very curious with the couch. So I was like... I went over there and so I flipped up. It's like, you know, like typical grandma style. They have like the the skirt at the bottom of uh, the of sofa. Course, yeah. So I flipped that up and it's like this mouse is like, ah, help me, help <laughs> like, me. Well, <laughs> like, staring right at you. Staring right at me. And so I was super scared um, by it, like startled by it. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever it is. So anyways, we end up like, you know, having to chase this thing around. But we used to the old fashioned broom and like the broom pan kind of idea because <laughs> he was a bit maimed. Like yeah. the cat had like tried to eat him. Oh, but uh, it wasn't quite kicking. 100%. Yeah, it, he wasn't going 100. As far as a bird, when my sister was in kindergarten, she was homesick and we had a chimney like with a real fireplace. Mm-hmm. And so um, my mom was sleeping on nights. And so like, if you were staying at home sick and my mom was sleeping, that that was just kind of the way it worked. Right. She's a nurse. Yeah. She, she comes running down the hallway and she's like, mom, mom, there's a big black bird in the house. Oh no. And came she's like, chimney? came through the chimney, oh, a baby crow fell all the way down. And then once it came conscious again, it started flying through and now it's like banging into the windows oh, no. and you know, they're trying to trying to get it. My sister's only in kindergarten. My mom's catching it with a margarine container. (laughs) (laughs) It works. I think feel like they just opened the door. (laughs) Smarter than ours. (laughs) But they, I mean, it just is so ridiculous. Like, I mean, you look at a bird outside and it has no problems with what it's doing in in life. You bring it inside to a house. It is right out of there. It does not. There's probably people screaming and running and chasing it. And, you know, that doesn't help. No. Um, back to that small town. I, yeah, yeah. Fifty people in this town. This, it's not the a t- mayor. Yeah, we had a mayor. There was a was, mayor of fifty I think every people. Every year, it just kind of rotated between. Oh, the Jimmy Bob, it's your turn. <laughs> I don't want to be mayor this year. It's your turn. Hundred <laughs> percent. So the mayor calls all the kids in town. There's probably three or four households, including ours, with kids. Like each each household had four or five kids, or three yeah. or four kids. So we all uh, there was an abundance of snakes in town. What? Why? A lot. Why? I don't know. There was this one hill behind our house. We called it Snake Hill. Yeah, it was just covered in snakes. So many snakes. Yeah. But uh, the mayor called us up and said, "All right, we got snakes. I got a job for you guys. On a plane. Every snake. <laughs> every snake you kill." You get 25 cents. What? So the kids just went nuts. No kidding. We're running around town trying to catch as many as we can, killing them all. We got hammers. We got rocks. We oh, got gross. everything. We're, we're talking buckets full, wheelbarrows full. Really? Garbage bags full. There was Why everywhere. is there so many snakes? It was a bad summer. I don't know. You would just see them just like slithering across the roads, a small little town. And it was, they were so everywhere. weird. An abundance of them. I think I bet they'd make a horror movie about something like that. So yeah, one summer that's what we did. We made a good amount of coin. Seriously, killing, killing all these snakes and barrels full. You're like, yeah, look at me, I'm a snake killer. Like, did somebody get a trophy like for being like? The no, greatest- you just got 25 cents for everyone you handed in, and uh, we we had a lot. And it didn't seem weird to me because like I remember like <laughs> I remember a snake became came into our elementary school and everyone's like. Ah! snake and i just picked it up and threw it out like yeah. it was no big deal yeah you're like i'm like, a snake charmer. we see these every day in my little dinky town 
uh, salamanders we used to catch, frogs. I think that probably in my life, besides snakes in a cage and snakes on a plane, which are not really snakes, I've maybe seen seven snakes in my life. Really? Yeah. Like that are just like out being snakes. Yeah. Like gardener snakes or whatever. Yeah. There was Those... none when I grew up. Like I remember hmm. one seeing it at like the neighbor's yeah, we garden. Lived, we live in the country, right? So they're common. We had that forest across the street though. So I guess yeah. maybe it's, there's no forest snakes. Well, the oil, <laughs> the owls and the coyotes. Yeah, that's uh, true. We had a friend that brought in hay bales. Like she went all out for Halloween every year. Yeah. Like decked out her What did place. you call it again? What's the what's the holiday? Did you Halloween? 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 You're gonna have to let us know on Facebook. <laughs> Halloween? 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 Hall- Halloween. She went out all out on Halloween. Halloween? <laughs> Halloween? How? Hall? Halloween? Let's come on down for the Halloween special. So for the spooky holiday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she brought in hay bales. Yeah. Put them in her front yard with like scarecrows and whatnot, and skeletons yeah. on them. They were full of mice. Oh, gross. She had a board on her uh, on her refrigerator. Yeah. It was a tally. She had three cats. Yeah. So it was a tally between her, her husband, and her three cats of who could kill the most. Oh, my goodness. And like by the end of our November, it was just full. Like, they caught probably close to 100. Really? In their house. <laughs> so that's a, that's a tip for everyone. Don't bring hay bales for Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> into your home they do have a dog story another one okay. from anyways we're up in penticton that's where my aunt, my grandma used to live and so my mom finds the stray dog and so she finds him by the this place called the three gables hotel so she lures this dog home and then we call the spca and say like we found this dog we're gonna yeah. keep him he's you know he's got no collar on he, he's a stray yeah we are driving out of town. <laughs> We're hearing the announcement on the radio station. Somebody's that, lost a dog. That's if anybody's uh, lost their dog. <laughs> We're like, peeling out. And so that happens. And then we have this, um, like, we're in the back of this old minivan, and we put the dog back there. So it cries the whole way home, five hours. Cries the whole way home. We're like, what is wrong with this thing? And he's in, we have, like, one of those dinghy boats or whatever, and it's deflated, and the dog's sitting in there. So we're not sure what's going to happen with it. Well, it turns out we take him to the vet as soon as we get back. The dog's got an STD. So he's like... Dogs can get those? He has something wrong with downstairs. It is on fire. He was away from home and just went to town. He eh? just went. He was a stray. He was sowing his wild oats. And then my mom's just like, give him some medication. Take those things out. We'll take them home. (laughs) Oh, my God. He was a good dog. He bit a lot of kids in the neighborhood, though. You haven't had good luck with pets, eh? Well, my mom might tell you different, but I mean. (laughs) You remember the horror stories. Yeah. Like, we had. We had. Two for a long time. And then because we would find these strays or we'd adopt them, you know, like they were, they were always kind of, you never really know what you're going to get, right? Yeah. And so Gables was a good dog. He was awesome with us. But if you got too close to him when he was sleeping or eating <laughs> or doing or anything. anything, walking or, <laughs> or if you rode breathing. a bike pass <laughs> or anything along those lines. Just don't mess with us. <laughs> he just basically took I'm a chance. Like nobody like told you to put your dog down. Oh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> No, the, there was lots of concerns, concerns. about our about our animals. Yeah, I was gonna say there was there was the yeah. So Gables bit the newspaper kid, and 
we had to figure out how the dog was getting out from the backyard. And he was, we had a wood pile beside the fence and he was climbing Jump the wood pile and pile. jumping. Smart and then dog. he was going to bite the kid that's delivering <laughs> Of course. Why wouldn't he be? <laughs> He'd see him coming and he'd be like, <laughs> all like, over it. Pedal his little bike trying to run away. Yeah. And then we got this other dog and her name was Shelby. And she was a... Uh, border Collie. Yeah, she, beautiful. She, they're beautiful dogs, yeah. but they are not intended for. No, we have uh, one too. No, yeah. they are. They need to be working. And they need their energy to yeah. be going. Yeah. You know, and this dog barked nonstop. Oh really? Oh my goodness, nonstop. We had her voice box removed once. Really? She barked it back. <laughs> and That's the, impressive. And then the people that live behind us had a neighborhood <laughs> petition going around to have our dog put to sleep. That bad? Oh, yeah. Like, oh. she barked non-flipping stop, right? Like, yeah. it, it, I, that would suck. They were an older couple, and and I can mean, now I can see it from their point of view. They're an older couple. They're they home all day. We're really at, like... And we're at school, and my mom's at work. My dad's at work. And Nobody's the dog home. barks for non-stop. seven hours. Well, you don't blame them, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. No, now, now forget it. Now back at it, yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah. it was... So, my grandpa that had all those cats. Yeah. Um, he had an older lady lived beside him for 20, 30 years or something like that. And she eventually passed away and a younger couple moved in with like three or four dogs again. Yeah. Dogs that barked nonstop. Yeah. And he was, he kept a log of every time they barked. (laughs) That's very time consuming. He was rattled. He wanted to live his life in peace. He lived his life in that home for 30 years. Didn't have a problem till this couple moved next door, right next door. Like, so eventually built a fence. Didn't work. So he got, you remember those old satellite dishes? Yeah. Like massive. Yeah. They're probably 10 feet tall. Yeah. He lined them up so the sound would bounce off the satellite dish and back into their yard. That's really <laughs> smart. smart. right? <laughs> he lined them all up along the fence. Where'd he get all the satellite dishes from? He owned an electronic store. He was oh. fixed electronics, so he had all that crap a lot. He but. must have been like having a shower or laying in bed one day and go, <gasps> I've got it. <laughs> Everything you say bounces off me and back to you. Well, so then what did she they keep? MacGyvered up this. I mean, I think it worked. You could still hear them, but it was a big improvement. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Yeah. That's genius. Right? Yes. So if my, anyone's ever living beside you. I feel like your grandpa dish. and my dad were probably from the same generation. My dad probably. was like had some pretty genius ideas. MacGyvered as, up some stuff. Oh yeah. Everything yeah. was like duct taped oh, or yeah. you know fixed up. Yep. It it just and and he would do like such weird things that you think like who in their right mind would do this? But that generation did it. It was like he was a lawyer and he used to write with like those ink pens. Oh, the old school, like dip of the ink. In Not the- that old. <laughs> he wasn't 100 years old when I was born. Oh, you fill it with ink. <laughs> it, it just was like. <laughs> Feather on the end of it. He's got his gray wig on, but he did. He he, he was a lawyer long enough ago where they wore those wigs in court. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but. I mean, just like those pens that are not like a ballpoint pen, they're more liquidy. Yeah. And so he would get old files. And of course, like back then, there's no such thing as shredding. There's no such thing as. So we had two barrels, and one was for drowning documents, and one was for burning them. (laughs) Yeah. And then on Saturday afternoon, we'd unlock the shed and be like, today, have a fire. Who's ready? Grab the marshmallows. Just like, oh, this divorce did not end well. We'll just light this up. I mean, that's, I guess, you can't just throw those documents out you gotta have a way to destroy them you had to we had to destroy them so i mean they and he had thousands of them yeah 
And where did we get these like oil barrels from? Do you know what I mean? Like, why were they in our backyard? Question your dad at some point in his life, what he was doing. What is he, what are you doing with these things? Where did you, how did you get them to the house? Do you know what I mean? They were very large. Like there's big ones that you would, but he read so many books. He was like, for the amount of like, I'm going to use the word cockamamie ideas that he would have (laughs) and like, you know, burning versus this instead of inventing the shredder, you know, like he, he was, he was super well-read. Like he knew all about the internet way before it was ever even like anything. When when computers were still taking up total rooms and he'd be talking and we'd be like, yo, okay, old man, like another shot of whiskey with your coffee. You're out there boiling paper or like (laughs) burning paper. (laughs) Now you're talking about outer space and how it's going to, the things are going to come off satellites and and we're like, yeah, I remember sitting like my grandpa had shortwave radios. Oh yeah. I have a shortwave radio now. Now. Do you really? Yeah, we got it as a gift. Um, I never know what it is, where it is, and that's not good because it's an emergency. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's no, supposed to be somewhere these, close. Like, antennas on his roof. You could listen to like Russia at that point. Really? These, like yeah, you would push a knob and it would turn the antennas on there. Like it was just high tech. Tell you it's so. So I told you my dad was a lawyer, right? So he had letterhead that had like you know Ron Dan. Yeah, yeah solicitor, whatever, lawyer, whatever on the top. And so anytime we needed something done, we'd be like, dad, can you write this on your letterhead? It looked professional. Oh, 100%. So he would just- For school or whatnot? Oh yeah. That letterhead just went a long way. I wanted to go to a different school, one or two letters, done. Yeah. Yeah. But he was one of those people. So he was in World War II. He was old. He wasn't feather in the the ink old, (laughs) but he was old when I was born. He was 51. So he had been in World War II and he had been ejected out of the airplane, right? So Mm. the plane got shot down. He ends up in like a- German farmers, um, well, farm, really, yeah. <laughs> it's what yeah. it is. And then he ends up going, uh, has to get shipped to England to a hospital and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, he had a ton of back trouble because his parachute never opened up properly. Oh, and then they said it wasn't from that, but because the the pain didn't come until he was in his late 20s or 30s or whatever it is, right? right but it happened when he was 18. Yeah, He wrote a letter every single week for years until finally they wrote a letter back that said, we have reopened your case. We will be sending you money. Please stop writing us letters. <laughs> it works. You were awesome. It, to yeah. it totally works. Yeah. Every every time, same letterhead, same yeah. thing. Like, you know, say, I don't know whether it's the same person or who yeah. it was. It must have been Veteran Affairs would be who it was. and But it worked. I mean, mm-hmm. really, like they were just ignoring them for probably two years. Yeah. And then finally, he's just like, nope, just keep writing them. They'll figure it out. I'm wow. like, oh. So I'd learned that from my dad. That's the that's the moral of the story. Write more letters like grandpas Write say. More letters. Do more stuff that grandpas do. It's true. <laughs> yep. Gotta do what you gotta do. Oh my goodness. I think we might be Sweet coming. Letters. Yeah, I think we might be coming to a close on today's episode. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you listening. As always, subscribe, uh, tell your friends, like us on Facebook. Yeah, we'll catch you next week. And always be on the lookout for funny stories. Because if you want to let us know, you can always message us what your funny story is. And, and we'll uh, either bring you on the show or you can tell it to us. And we yeah, can type it out. And we'll read it on our, sh- our show. We'll It'll be fantastic. Them. Oh, it'll be good. Especially if it's somebody gives us the story and then we can reenact as if we were there. <laughs> we'll reenact the story. <laughs> we'll both be characters. You know, we'll put on our voice and yeah and we could do that yeah totally so yeah don't be afraid to share your funny stories with us and uh talk soon 
Thanks for listening to Really Funny Stories with Travis and Marty. Don't forget to subscribe, like us on Facebook, and give us five stars if you enjoyed the podcast. We'll catch you next time. Thank you.